good morning and thank you for joining me once again. Uh, it's Tuesday morning and we take our Tuesday morning devotions to do uh, a uh, um, development of uh, a reflection upon the previous Sunday's sermon. We call it unpacking the, the sermon. And this past Sunday we were in Genesis chapter 3 and um, some thoughts as we uh, kind of look back on that. So many uh, questions, so much uh, information, uh, not only from Genesis 3, but from Genesis 1 and 2. Uh, these are pivotal, these are foundational uh, to our understanding of, of what it means to be a biblical Christian and to practice biblical Christianity. So uh, from Genesis 3, if you want to open uh, your Bible to verse 15, uh, we'll take a, a look there. And many people call this particular passage the Proto-Euangelion, uh, the, the first gospel, uh, the first glimpse of uh, that God is going to redeem, and that he's going to do it through a particular uh, program, you might say, that, that humanity has been plunged into to sin, and uh, there are going to be devastating uh, consequences for the entirety of the human race, for the entirety of the course of human history. And we, we've often made the case that uh, the curse specifically addresses uh, things that um, uh, it's, it's the reverse of, of, of what God had promised in a sense uh, in creating man uh, that um, uh, his provisions would come, yes, with work, but it would not be uh, a frustrating type of work. And we were designed to, to live in harmonious relationships, and so uh, that uh, was destroyed. And uh, then we were design, uh, designed uh, to uh, be without uh, disease and, and death. And so in the fall, uh, it became uh, difficult to live in this world. Uh, because mortality set in, uh, we became spiritually dead, and that's the way every human being is born. They're born spiritually dead. So we're separated from God. We also have this process at work in us uh, called the, the mortality, uh, that we're moving toward death. And certainly uh, when you reach a particular age, you begin to experience the reality of the decline of your physical vitality and then it is difficult the fall affects uh, uh, the environment in such a way uh, and even I would say beyond even the natural environment uh, the, the fallenness extends to it is difficult uh, to maintain a livelihood uh, to maintain uh, shelter and clothing and food and uh, that, that has widespread implications and so uh, uh, and as you look at those three areas, you can certainly see that they have a tendency to put uh, an inordinate amount of pressure upon uh, the human family. Uh, that uh, when it comes to providing shelter and clothing and food, uh, that uh, there are uh, situations in which particularly men, but men and women both, are inclined to obsess over work. Uh, they, they, to become workaholics or to work too much to uh, deny their families. Uh, there are those that uh, work too little. Uh, they're, they're lazy and they refuse to, to embrace the uh, responsibilities uh, that 
that they have. And, and so uh, these are aspects of that fallen reality that place pressures uh, upon the family, financial problems, uh, have a great tendency to, to create havoc in, in the home. Again, finances related to the concept of provision. Uh, certainly health issues, uh, the declining health of uh, Family members uh, is, it creates great, a great amount of pressure uh, within the relationship, within uh, the home, and then just the whole idea of uh, two sinners uh, relating to one another on such a, an intimate, uh, an up-close-and-personal uh, type of relationship. And so uh, uh, we can see that, that uh, life in a fallen world is difficult. Life, even for a Christian in marriage, uh, can be difficult, uh, but there is the hope of the gospel, and in the gospel, uh, we often can say something along the lines that the, the curse is reversed. Now, that, that certainly has to be qualified in that while we're made spiritually alive, it does uh, our conversion does not affect our physical health. Uh, it uh, does not really affect uh, our ability to clothe and feed and maintain shelter. Uh, but it certainly uh, affects our ability to, to live in appropriately, biblically defined relationships uh, through the work of the Spirit. Uh, we can live according uh, to, to God's will. Not, not perfectly, uh, but we can certainly uh, live in a way that's far beyond anything that the unbelieving world can comprehend. And so... Uh, uh, we noted that uh, in verse 15, uh, there's this first glimpse of the gospel. Let's take a quick look there, and then we'll close for the day. Uh, uh, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. And so in, in kind of poetic fashion, in the midst of uh, the curse, that has uh, uh, been levied uh, against uh, the, uh, the, the couple, inclusive also of uh, the serpent. Uh, but in this curse against the serpent, it is announced that he shall ultimately be defeated. How will he be defeated? Well, actually the woman who had been instrumental in uh, the fall of humanity into sin, uh, she is actually going to be privileged to bear a child, to bear a son who shall deliver uh, the death blow uh, to uh, the serpent. Certainly the, the serpent uh, will bruise the heel of this uh, seed of the woman, uh, but he shall be ultimately and finally defeated uh, by uh, the one who is the seed of the woman. And so we recognize that, we understand that is a promise that is fulfilled in the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so uh, we see here, again, we get a glimpse of the gospel, we get a glimpse of it also when God uh, slays an animal and takes his skin, the skin of that animal to cover uh, the guilt, the shame of the first couple. We see the, the shedding of blood uh, for the remission of sin, so to speak. Uh, we, we see uh, one died as a substitute and Christ being our ultimate substitute. And the final glimpse we get of chapter 3 is the banishment of the first couple uh, from this pristine paradise known uh, as the Garden of Eden. And I would argue uh, that uh, since man uh, ha has uh, 
being uh, forced out of that home because of their rebellion, because of God's curse upon them. Uh, they have man has unfailingly been looking uh, for uh, that um, place of peace of security, of provision, of comfort. Uh, they, they um, uh, as, as the old country song goes, they, they've looked in all the wrong places. But they long for the safety and security of a place like Eden, but they will not find it in this world. Uh, they will only find it in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why he can uh, speak of, he is the one who can ultimately give us rest. So hope that helps you maybe think uh, through uh, the sermon uh, from a couple of days ago, and I pray that it will be a blessing to you.